0: Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right, Jimmy Palumbo, your host, alongside Chris Gucci behind the glass here on a fine uh, Tuesday morn. For those of you scoring at home, this is show number 53. And Chris, before I digress, I have to get right to it. I made an egregious error last week. Okay. Now, show number 52 was last week. I got a look cited, year, all that stuff. And... I was I was kidding around. I was going to do Pepper Johnson, and I, and I did do Pepper Johnson. But number fifty-two is a special number in my in my fanship. Okay, everybody knows I'm a big Rutgers fan. I should be the the face and voice of Rutgers. And if God forbid I ever became a big star on television, uh, I, I don't want to say I'd be the Bill Cosby of Temple because we know how that turned out. But you will see me at every event. I will be the face of of uh, entertainment at Rutgers, but if things go my way. Instead, I'm just the face of Chop Sports Network. <laughs> Clearly, the LeBron liaison here. That's my new nickname, LeBron liaison. But I forgot, number 52 for the Scarlet Knights, the only number they've ever retired, I believe, Eric Legrand. Now, I can't believe I blew this. I got at least 10 texts, so I know I at least have 10 listeners, okay? I was
1: going to say, that's good news.
0: And – uh they were like, dude, 52, Eric LeGrand. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I. T- it was just a major fumble because I don't use Rutgers numbers. Matter of fact, I don't even think I did show number 31, my favorite player of all time, Terrell Willis, but perhaps I did. I have to go back and check the archives on that one. But Eric LeGrand, number 52 for the Scarlet Knights. Now, the reason why this is even near and dear to me, a couple of things. First of all, Eric LeGrand, Colonia kid, okay, um, his uncle played basketball at Colonia High when I was a little, a little guy going, walking up from Grand Avenue up to the stadium. My brother was in school and stuff like that. They were really good. Mike Payne and um, uh, uh, later on Clarky Payne also. They were um, on the basketball team. And Jimmy LeGrand was like the first person live because I would sit like, I was probably 10 maybe, 12. I, guess. I don't even know how old I was. Young though. I would sit like in, right in the front. I was digging. Uh, Colonial basketball was pretty good. And I remember Jimmy LeGrand, his uncle, would have these vicious dunks. He was like a skinny kid who dunked viciously. You know, when you're a little kid and the guy dunks right in front of you on a high school court, that's cool stuff. And then, of course, years later, Eric LeGrand ends up going to Rutgers. Oh, that's, uh, that's uh, Jimmy's nephew. Blah, 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 blah. And I remember telling my dad, that's uh, that kid is, uh, you know, Jimmy LeGrand's nephew. So Eric LeGrand gets to Rutgers. And – um. You know, his freshman year, he played a lot. He got on the field a little bit. Then they switched him over to D-line. And in 2009, he made like, had like 33 tackles. He got in all the games. He was definitely like coming on. I don't know what kind of player he would have been because then in 2010, he was really all over the field. And she, he was definitely, Shiano liked him because he thought he could be one of those hybrid linebacker, defensive, one of those perfect college players. I don't know about the NFL, but like,
1: yeah, you but know, the NFL college, is kind of shifting you know, that way as well. Exactly.
0: Definitely. You know, who knows? It was 12 years ago, whatever. Um, and uh, so we, no, no one really knows. But, of course, uh, I was at – Rutgers was playing Army in October at Giant Stadium. I was with my dad, and I was telling him, hey, look, at, look at the guy right there. That's that kid's nephew. Remember my dad remembered the kid the – old, his uh, older uncle playing ball. And um, next thing you know, the kickoff, and you know somebody didn't get up, and it happened to be Eric LeGrand. Um and, you know, he, his story is just incredible. I mean, you know, he really could have, he really could have died at giant stadium. He couldn't breathe. They, they brought him back, you know, in a Kessler rehabilitation and plus he's doing Rutgers radio on the home games and he's uh he's uh, doing the, uh, the coffee. Uh, he's just an inspiration. There's been books written about him. He's been on, I think he was on 60 minutes even. I mean, He's all over the map. He's really representing that whole world. Spinal injuries, you know, and I. There's people that really, really feel that he, you know, if anybody can walk someday, by how, whether mechanically, whatever they got to do, he's the guy. Um, he's an inspiration to all. COVID really was a big problem. He really had to like not leave his house um, because of uh, his situation. If he got COVID, big problems, and he also got very sick pneumonia about a month or two ago no maybe more and um he was like you know very he's very he's private in his own way nobody really heard from him like hey what's going on he got a bunch of trips to the hospital he was in really a little bit touch and go there from what i what i heard about and uh he's a survivor you know you back on you know back in the game kind of deal and i just can't believe i did not the show show 52 last week should have been a jimmy eric legrand show and um unfortunately i didn't but the weird thing is like my sister was ripping me apart because she has all the eric LeGrand mugs and some other friends and family were and fans were like dude what are you doing and then i realized like why did i make that mistake so i called my brother and my brother is usually you know he's very big Rutgers football fan and he's smarter than me in many ways um he i was like frank i made that brutal he's like well you know what we don't think of Eric LeGrand as number 52, even though that was his number and it's retired. And we stare at it. Our seats are even with the 50-yard line. He goes, we, we think of Eric LeGrand as the kid from Colonia who got injured, inspiration, Giano's guy, that kind of thing. So the number 52 doesn't stick like it does 44 Reggie or, for me, $39 Strawberry or 56 Lawrence Taylor. So that's why perhaps it just slipped my mind there. But still, I don't know what your thoughts on it. I mean, you know, shame on you too. I mean – Eric
1: LeGrand's been on your podcast and stuff there at different times.
0: We just, we just, we just screwed up. No, I don't yeah, know. Honestly, like my
1: mind and this is just the, the God's honest truth. Um, when I do these numbers, I'm going to tell you, I just did mine just now. Right. of you course. Know? And so it's like, sometimes it slips my mind because there's so much going on. And when I Google, I Google best pro athlete to wear number right. 52. And right. that's what I do. So car. it's but easy still, to, it's, it's not, it's I'm I not, get saying, it. not an excuse but more of a reason because I'm not an excuse guy, but I well, do, yeah. it is a valid reason.
0: Yeah. And I get, I get it, but, and you're not a Rutgers fan like I am. So and I'm me, not, a, but
1: I am from Colonia. So, I mean, there from is Colonia, and scene. you know
0: that and, and why you're not a Rutgers fan is stupid, but that's another story. So yes, show number 52 rededication back to Eric Legrand. And of course, Pepper Johnson, but um,
1: uh, hey, I am a Rutgers wrestling fan.
0: So, well, that there's that too. But anyway, so a shout out to um, his mom, Karen, and his sister, Nicole. And, um, of course, you know, I'll be playing in Avenel, his hometown, um, April 1st and April 2nd. Now, April 1st, bro, sold out. Um, oh, well, you know what? We I, But I have to do show 53 number. I guess we got to go back. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, we'll mm-hmm. go. First of all, I could have said Louis Soho or Austin Romine. Because I think when you think 53, the first name comes up is Austin Romine. Also, Johnny Cuck's who was a pitcher in the fifties. He had one all-star year. I, I, any of you young fans, I'm not doing Zach Britton. So calm down that that's just not happening.
1: Um, there is news on Zach Britton though. He might yeah, be I, able to pitch this year. Hopefully for our, our I, you camp. know what? So he's on chop sports. That's what he's pitching for. That's wonderful news. Um, nah, but Zach Britton, uh, stinks. You know, not too far anyway, removed from him having one of the most unhittable pitches in baseball. Right. But just you know saying. What?
0: He's also, he also stinks. Um, and, um, he's been done nothing with the Yankees. Uh but I got to go with, uh, listen, number 53, Harry Carson on the Giants. Now, the reason why I'm going with Harry, obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. He got in very late. So I think he should have been in earlier. He played in an error. Like, there was all these better linebackers, the ones on the Steelers. There was Bill Berge on the Eagles, all these different guys. Even the Giants. And, okay, but you understand something. The Giants weren't any good. And we used to say, like, I mean, who's the guy? Uh, the guy in the Steelers, the famous linebacker, the um, uh, lambert Hall of Fame. yeah lambert and you know, we would be like you know it's so funny like if carson was on the steelers he'd be a god because the giants were going three and 12 every year and carson just you couldn't run against him he he was uh he was the team leader um he, he wore those big shoulder pads old school but the main reason why i'm going harriet number one it's my cousin joey's favorite player <laughs> he always had 53 and um which is pretty funny. Uh, and my brother used to war, my brother wore 64, which is funny for probably John Mendenhall, but um, the uh, not John Mendenhall, my brother's going to yell at me now. Anyway, we all, I just always wore the 56 cause that's how it was. But Harry Carson, a reason now it's, it's 1980. Okay. And the giants Ray Perkins was in his second year, LT not on the team yet. And the giants, they they were like one of those teams where their defense was good, but it was in the Stallback era. The Eagles were good, you know. So the NFC, the Redskins were good. So the Giants were clearly, and OJ Anderson was on the uh, Cardinals, running all over them. So the Giants were in a, the toughest division, I think, and they had, uh, and they stunk. Um, but there was a game late in the season. The Giants were up fourteen to six against the Cowboys with Stallback, and the Cowboys were good that back then. And next thing you know, it's 14 13. Next thing you know, the Giants had a punt, two and a half minutes to go, giving the ball back to Roger Stallback. You know, and, uh, you know, he hit Drew Pearson um, on a 32 yard pass, it was 14 13. But then they had a punt, give the ball back to Starback and you know what happens bit a bit, bit a bit, bit a bit, field goal to close out the game. And it was one of those heartbreaking losses because we were. We were kind of getting better, but it just wasn't there yet. In 81, LT came and that put us over the top. But I remember as a little kid, so I'm only – I was 15 years old, and I was devastated. And Harry Carson sat on the bench and didn't leave. The, 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 The team left the field. Everybody left the field, right, except for Harry Carson stood with a jacket like over his head with the 53. We're in the upper deck looking down. And there's Harry Carson, didn't move. And neither did the fans. Like fans noticed it, and every all the fans started going Harry, Harry. And he just stood there, and he was like so devastated by loss because I, you know, he had like a great game, and the Cowboys were really good. It was a rival, and then he got up really slowly and walked alone out of the tunnel. Really cool image of a guy going like, you "What know, do I have to do? I did it all." And I so wonder, for that, go ahead, and, finish.
1: And so no, for that, that I'm, I'm
0: I'm donating, donating. I'm naming the show Fifty Three Harry Carson.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to be able to top your your montage and your monologue about Harry Carson with my guy, but I do have a question. Now, if a player in today's game, let's just say Odell Beckham lost the game, right? They lost the game and Odell Beckham sat on the bench with the, the his jacket over his head. Right. Your view on Odell Beckham doing that would, you, would differ exactly so it, greatly. No,
0: what I would do is I would cheer him. I would, def, I would get everybody to say, you know, Odell sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's I mean. But that's because that's because it, it, Odell Beckham doesn't – We'll be eat. doing it like, for clicks. And nobody, it. Listen, listen, nobody over 40 digs Odell Beckham Jr.
1: No, I understand. And, but so the, the guys point that who I'm pay is- for the
0: ads, for the Cadillac ads, and all the big money from – even the guys who can afford to gamble every five seconds with the gambling ads. Nobody – like Beckham so, is like – So I'm using more.
1: Odell Beckham arbitrarily here. I'm saying insert any prima donna player now. That is kind of like just plays in this era. You would look at it like, oh, look at this guy. He he gets attention. If he was a linebacker and he had like 15
0: tackles in the game and they lost, not, you know, not, you know. All right. Fair
1: point. Fair point. Fair point. I was just trying to, you know, get you to the um, get you to be the get off my long guy, which is fairly easy. No, I can't be.
0: Not with Carson. So my guy's 53, Harry Carson, um, really a great linebacker in a different era, you know, uh, different time and place. So he was a great player. And had he, you know played on good teams he would even be more popular today in my opinion so who right. do you got at 53
1: all right well 53 obviously you know it's a linebacker loaded thing and i know that you had a i knew you were picking a linebacker i didn't even have to ask you i knew yeah, that's we're who in, we were For the go next with.
0: six weeks we're in linebacker yeah territory. it's, it's <laughs> going to be
1: tough to do anything but linebackers yeah. but my challenge is going to be to not i will mention a couple that i think are worth mentioning bill romanowski the guy that spit in jj stoke's face managed to um Duck under the steroid rules for however many years, or okay. pretty much exposed Fair the fact that they didn't have rules because he's been on juice his whole career. um Always hated watching that guy play and liked it at the same time because he played Push. like a douchebag. But you know that's he's a uh, play. good you play. player. Yeah, good player nonetheless. So I'm gonna stick, stay away from football though. I'm gonna go with basketball, and we're gonna go with the guy from Lovetron. You know who? I'm giving you hints here. He hails from Lovetron, and that's a, a made up place that he made up himself. The NBA banned the breaking of backboards and they banned the wearing of a gold chain in game don't due to this listen. guy. The all time or the, the single season leader for most personal fouls in a season. Oh, this guy. Uh, from, the, from the Pistons? Chocolate Thunder himself, Darryl Dawkins. Oh, Darryl
0: Dawkins. Well, you know, um, well, wait a minute now. Okay, so we did Darryl Dawkins one week here.
1: Did we? Maybe he's he's a journeyman to a degree. So and I think but I did I, did. The,
0: I, the well, I think I, we did Daryl Dawkins. But I met, I said, I don't think he wore this. It was only in the back end of his career that he wore this, a 50. I think it was show 51. So I was going go go to go with Mark. You Eaton. You.
1: Yeah, maybe I was going to go with Mark Eaton, who's like the seven foot four center made an all-star team, but, and he just looked weird. So if you remember Mark, you Eaton, don't have a,
0: there's not a Packer linebacker. Oh, I have a
1: Packer linebacker. I'm actually friends so with him on Facebook, mean? George Koontz. He was in okay. chop sports for a little bit, but he's a, I think he's like a pastor now. And being that he's a pastor, I don't think he, he took well on to, on to what was going so on. So who's in your chop guy We're going
0: to go with, we're going to go with, with, with chocolate with thunder, chocolate okay, thunder so, double D so baby. So if Chocolate Thunder gets a double. He So, so if we're on a 400 level jeopardy, uh, uh uh Jimmy Palumbo show trivia, the question would be what player got named twice. And that answer will be Daryl Dawkins. Fair enough. Daryl Dawkins. Well, actually this is an odd show because this is the Daryl Dawkins slash Eric LeGrand retread from last week slash Harry Carson. So that's where we're at. Show number 53. All right, let's get to what we normally do earlier. Uh First of all, um,
1: Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about what we wanted to talk about before the number thing, and that's that Jimmy has a show this this month. I guess you could say it's like within the. Yeah, it's I, not this I, month. It's April what first and second? April first and second. Listen, Aveno Performing Arts Center.
0: I should probably have the number. I don't. Just Google Avanel Performing Arts Center. It comes up.
1: Um, I How about a show this? There. Go to go I, to Jimmy's um, Facebook page or his Instagram and any of these pages where this link has definitely been shared. So yes, if you want to buy tickets, the link the is out there. Check it out.
0: Um, and I, I we'll, we're gonna be promoting the hell out of it uh, the next two two
1: and a half weeks. Have you gone um, have you gotten go I did I, I, I
0: went there yesterday, believe it or not, to the Avenel Performing Arts Center. It's a cool little space man. seats 200. It, it's a cool plus right attached to it in the lobby is this cool restaurant bar. So listen, all my friends out there you're gonna dig this. You're gonna come to the bar and then you can go right to the show. I mean this is cool. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, Friday night, unfortunately sold out, not a dime available. Um, and, uh, of course on Saturday night, it's going to be more of a personal show because right now there's only 20 tickets. So there's 180 tickets available for Saturday night. That's right. Um, but we're going to do a heavy push for that now. Um, and I don't even know, did you and Dave even get tickets yet? Anybody in the chop sports family? No, um, I can see if I can get some, I got to see if I have any, uh, freebies coming my way. Um, but, uh, yo, okay, that's man. what I'm waiting for. Waiting I'll for make, that, uh, well, comp. Yeah, well, let me know. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you know the code to get comp tickets. I'll let actually, I got to call the producer today and find out. yeah, I'm doing the show funny. Saturday night, and it's uh, it should be good. And uh, I'm looking forward, I'm nervous, and I'm not gonna be honest with you, like 45 to 55 minutes, a long time. Bro. You're you know, it's like asking Mariano to pitch seven innings, which I used to say in game sixes or seven, why don't they just do that?
1: Oh, Seminary, I'm looking okay. forward to. Uh, we could just the Monday after that show, I'm going to do a live critique of Jimmy's set.
0: Yeah, and I want you to do that
1: on like. the podcast.
0: Yeah, live. Not. Live. Not. No. Not. Not. You're gonna. Don't. You're gonna. Well, you could do it on your own show, which is live. No. No. Right? No,
1: no. 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 I want to. I want to give your fan. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah,
0: okay. Look, I want. I you gotta take be- notes. And uh, well, remember in the in the Gucci household, I got good reviews at a Carteret. But now in Avenel, this is, I'm headlining, it's a whole different show. So we shall I think
1: see. you'll be I think you're gonna be all right, buddy. I, I have faith I hope in so. you.
0: But we'll uh, we'll see. I'm nervous about it though. I gotta I gotta play well, but I think a that's of- a
1: good thing though. If you didn't give a shit and you weren't nervous, then no, I'm you going might, through. your performance might show. You know, you're gonna fact, take it serious and I believe, I believe tomorrow, you know what it takes.
0: Starting tomorrow, we are in heavy pregame show mode of uh going over some bits and uh, some of the stuff is going to be material some people have seen before. I can't do anything about that. But I have some older bits that I did a while ago and I kind of abandoned them. And now I think I can represent them in a funny way. We'll see. Or I'll just bomb locally and I'll go drink afterwards. So uh, that's the way it goes. But uh, more importantly, um, well, of course, I mean, look, um, we, uh, we're going to get to a lot of things. But, of course, sponsored by Absolute Eyewear is the initial part of our show, my weight loss. So before we get into that, Absolute Eyewear, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Uh, they're opticians, Craig and Johnine Mashaud, and it's important because something happened yesterday you're going to get a kick out of. Family-owned place, they got everything over there, prescription eyewear, sunglasses, the whole bit. Um, of course, they got ladies and gentlemen now available at absolute eyewear, Ray Ban, Coach, Jimmy Choo, Ralph Lauren, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, and Costa Del Mar. Go check it out. Hundred dollars off a complete pair when you mention this show. They're open five days a week. Now, Chris, I got to ask you, why are they closed on Sunday?
1: Football Sundays, of course. And why are they closed
0: on Wednesday?
1: Softball.
0: Okay. That is what so it now is. the now, question
1: is Craig gonna be oh we'll, we'll get to that. Well, there.
0: let's go we'll get to that in a second. So here's the deal: my weight loss. Now last week I came in at 203.2. Um, and that was even. No, I lost uh, what did I lose last week? Um, no, I came in a good I wasn't even. What am I talking about? I came in with uh I went from like two oh five point four down. The two through two or 3.2. Now I had a bad week, bad week this week, bro. I was at events bad, but I, 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 I ate shitty, but non shitty within a shitty scenario. In other words, it'd be like if I had, if I had to camp out in a McDonald's, you know would I uh, take the bread off the you know, off, off a quarter pounder. Um, but I ended up coming in Jimmy Palumbo's weight show 53 coming in at 202.4, which, of course, is a .08-pound loss. Uh, I, uh, I'm i still not where I need to be uh, because my weight loss now, I mean, I've been doing this, I don't know, it's a long time. I'm not there, but the weather's getting nicer, daylight savings. matter of fact, I'm playing pickleball later. I will be ready to go, and I think hopefully next week uh, I will lose more weight. So, but it's still going down. I, I I mean, I, you know, I know you're going to be hard on me because you're a jerk off that way, but I, uh, weight's not, weight's not going up. So, uh, but you know what? The show's coming up April 1st. I mean, we're getting down. Jimmy's like, diet. I feel like, like we I use
1: air quotes around the word diet right. because like, it's a, it's just like a Jimmy's doing the same exact thing that he's always been doing.
0: No, 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 no. I was, dude, I was 218, bro. So I lost well, 16 pounds.
1: All right, fair enough. So for the last 2 weeks you've basically been doing the same thing that you've been doing. Like you've you Yeah, but, but I I've think had, that you're I've I had- I'm always saying this and I'm I'm only being hard on you because I think this is what um Jimmy needs in this moment. Whereas like you're trying to justify the fact that you know you're not in a going in the wrong direction, but to me um staying the we same have- is the wrong direction.
0: Right. To- well, so you know what it is? I- I need one of these weeks. I got to have a four pound jump.
1: One the of these way. weeks it's going to have to happen is like this. You're going to have to stop making the exception because I'm in a tough situation. Right. Like that's, what's ultimately the the, the deal here. Uh, you
0: know what it is? Cause Be you're at me, where you're at. Main reason,
1: main, The main reason
0: is that I haven't been eating at home. That's the killer for me. If I cook at home, I'm all right. So listen, 0.08, Eighth of a pound. I've you ever like look into that. any of
1: these, um, and I'm not trying to give you any ideas about having to go spend more money, but um, no, I, I, these not, meal I'm prep not, things or anything I like know, that. I, you
0: know what, dude? I, I'm a decent little cook when I get going. Bottom line is I just got to exercise more. Weather's a little nicer. I look forward to getting out there, running around a little bit, um, and uh, eat, eating a little bit. You'll see. It, You'll come
1: I, I, know I think you can be, give me a good diet. No, no, no. I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna give you a diet or anything like that. I'm gonna say like a couple tips in the beginning when it comes to losing weight or getting on track in terms of getting your exercise habits back on track. Right. The the diet's the whole nother ball game, right? But in terms of exercise habits, what I do when I first start trying to get back into working out, which trust me, we're very similar in the sense where it's like I'll go hard for four months and then I won't do anything for eight, and then I'll just say, you know what, I got to get back on it. What I do is I'll write down in the beginning of the week I'll be like 500 pushups gets written down and like I just owe myself that throughout the week. So right. you start looking at it on Wednesday and you're like I haven't done shit yet. I got to right. pick it I, up. Uh, I, I do way you don't have a walk. set days but you have a set amount of things that you got to get done in a week.
0: The the thing I'm going to do uh, is um I'm I'm not a morning guy. I'm slow in the morning and I'm going to try to um and I usually listen to your podcast in the morning the previous day sometimes. I, I need to get up, throw the sweats on, and start walking outside. That gets the blood going, gets you going, um, and I, that's that's my new plan heading and forward. And the heading...
1: earlier you wake up, you start your day that way. You're gonna get a good night's sleep that night. Uh, there you go. Um, but that's it. Still, I didn't. I did.
0: I still lost a half a pound. And uh, even though, and yesterday I was shitty at the because what did I do yesterday? Absolute eyewear I had a St. Patty's Day party um, in Woodbridge, New Jersey, for their parade. The mayor was there. Um, an absolute. I didn't get an veteran. invite. Well, that's a screw up by Dave. Um, so Dave, if you got tire tracks on his back, is because he's he went under the bus. Your your your, your veteran sponsorship, absolute. I had a nice little party of which in that room were Chop Sport Network people. Uh, Madison was there, nil, uh, with six of her players on the Central Connecticut team. They were all adorable and funny and busting balls at their one and four. Um, But they have a tough schedule at a conference. And uh, they had fun. But Johnine and Craig were there. It was right in the corner of Woodbridge Township. Woodbridge Township does a nice job of like one of those traditional old-school St. Paddy's Day parties. You know, the band's coming through. The previous grandmasters on a bus coming through. Kids coming through. They got jugglers. It's it's old school down Main Street. So like the typical
1: traditional... St. Patty's Day party, not like the Hoboken or a Belmar, where you have to literally, like, you well, know, get an insurance policy on your life if you want to go to Belmar. And well, Hoboken's yeah, even worse.
0: Yeah, the the what I what annoys me. Okay, by the way, absolute eyewear. You didn't show up, so you suck. But if Dave didn't tell you, then Dave. Wait, sucked.
1: who? Oh, all right. I, you said absolute eyewear didn't show up. I was like, wasn't it their no, party? No. But now no, I get Chop it. Chop Sports didn't show up. I would have. I I would have definitely have gone had I known. You talked to me on your way there, and I said, "What the fuck?" I I, assume, that. I was told Chop Sports was invited. You would have thought someone from Chop Sports, a
0: liaison. So I had to represent, once again, you rely on an agent. No, we sent, we sent Madison. Liaison.
1: Madison was there on our behalf. Oh, from, I you thought sent you knew Madison. that. You I thought you knew that. You I that. You I you knew that.
0: I, listen, I can't wait 25 years <laughs> from now, the Wikipedia page for Chop Sports Network. I can't wait to read that. I just can't wait to read that because a huge part of the early, when it says early Chop Sports, like ESPN, when they had the different logo, the, the, the liaison Jimmy Palumbo The aging Jimmy like Chop
1: sports through the years And then through you the know year. what I was doing Like we, we were talking about it, this being the one year Or last week being the one year anniversary I started doing some numbers on On like um Just seeing how many times How long we've actually recorded for the numbers are they're they're getting pretty up there. We've sat across from each other in a podcast form where we're recording, whether here for or remote. Three hours for for like um yeah two full days. Now if you count in like the amount of editing and all those things, I'm probably uh-huh. you're probably into me like ten days worth of my life at this point. Ten full okay. days, like okay. a marathon. Listen, I think it's worth that for a
0: third of your downloads. I think it's worth <laughs> that for. Your- for the for the Ramapo College uh, 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 internship program, uh, for those of you scoring it. at
1: home, and I definitely stole that line from Jimmy. For those of you scoring at home, I think. um And I don't, don't know. forget we, about. It looks like we're headed to overtime because we're like, you know, it's a-
0: overtime. How, how about? Oh, you're Pete-
1: you're saying that the starters Pete- are out and you're up big in the fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> how about Pete? How about Pete McNally with a crossover dribble? Intern, good. And then you got for NIL stuff. And wait a minute. And the main thing, really, let's get down to income. Uh, your longest sponsor and consistent sponsor, Absolute Eyewear, and plus the amount of Palumbo family and friends purchased. Well, well we uh, haven't gotten into how much you,
1: you. We haven't gotten into how much I charge for my, my pro my producer expertise. So if we were uh, okay, to actually okay. these are and billable listen, hours. I still think okay. that little like little I hours? might have a slight lead. You guys,
0: you guys do my social media marketing. How long does it take Dave to do a post? Yeah, I do He's it. Not. I
1: don't do it. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't Dave do I don't even so, do my own okay.
1: social media marketing, Jimmy. I know, which is so for eleven. I need seconds to hire to read, Dave for me. I'm at listen, this point.
0: Listen, a lot of this is tongue in cheek. Those of you scoring at home. Uh, Oh, by the way, I got a text from somebody that's like, dude, what's going on? You can't get guests on your show because you always end your show with with a very special guest. And I'm like, well, clearly you're not a fan of the show because I've ended 80% of my podcast with with a very, that's a little bit of a joke. I always end it that way. So it's not that I have a guest and they blow me off. So I thought that was clear. Maybe not. So when I end it with a very special guest, that means that's just a little
1: joke. That means that there is absolutely no guests lined up. No, it just means, or it could be that there is a very special one lined up.
0: Is that right? Exactly right. It's just the way I end my show. You know, it's it's not like I'm Bob Hope ending it with the same song, but I'm just saying. I just mentioned Bob Hope. Nobody, nobody knows what I'm going to bring
1: the show back in and put put it back on track. You're back on track. Absolute eyewear parade. It was really, Uh, it was a good time.
0: I saw uh, a lot of good. I met some. uh, A lot of my friends were there. A lot of listeners were there. My sister was there, dude. But someone brought like a box of those chocolate-covered Entenmann donuts. Now, everybody knows I'm a cockroach. Uh, that's my method of dieting. You cannot put, while I'm having a few cocktails, or beers, really, and I was drinking Miller Lite, it was good, I didn't get my resins, IPA. Listen PA.
1: to you justifying every okay. bad decision you make. Okay. But you cannot put a box. In real time. Of, listen,
0: I don't care if I'm near death, and the doctor says if he has one more donut, he's dead. You can't put a box of chocolate-covered Entenmann donuts in front of me. Because there, it, that's like, you know, when, when you test your, your knee, what do you call it? Your reflex, you hit it, it goes. You put that in front of me while I'm talking to somebody. I reach over, grab the donut, and it goes in my mouth. And with those little round ones, a pop them, like, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, unf- no.
0: That's unfair. That's like two shots in the ball. Matter of fact, I blame the person who brought them. Because the, everybody always goes, oh, those things, they're not homemade. But at the end of the, every party, those mini chocolate donuts are always gone. I don't care what outdoor barbecue when you bring those little box of things and munchkins, same way people like, Oh, someone just stopped the dunk donuts and somebody hand makes chocolate chip cookies. You and would that think that right? Jimmy
1: was getting paid by Entenmann's for this livery, but he's not. Tell I him. promise. I promise. Was, so Entenmann's, if you're listening, you should give Jimmy a call because it was a great, was a affair. really good plug.
0: See that? See that? That's why I, it I was. I'm, I,
1: that's a compliment. Why you, why you take everything so offensive. Well, not, because, that was a great compliment, Jimmy. You got the voice for. <laughs> it's you know what you know what. We're, we're, I think we're two weeks away from Dave Hunk co-hosting the show. I really oh, am. bring I mean, it, bring I think, it right now. You
0: know what? You are you're you're becoming the Geo or Shella, Jimmy. We'll I could go get Dave of,
1: right now. I'll, I'll go grab Dave right now. You, you, like, you won't do wait, it. Wait, you won't do it because there's a no, little I bit of your... Oh, I don't fucking challenge me. I will
0: challenge I you. It? I will bring in a young Starchio. No, we can't do it mid-show. Oh, now, because
1: we discussed know, what we're I doing know. the yeah. rest of the show. You're right, you're right, you're right. But you're
0: a jerk-off. That's the problem. But I appreciate that. And you live behind me in Colonia, and my father gave you baseball cards when you little. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. What am I going to do there? Um. Uh. Anyway, so listen. Good times, St. Paddy's Day. But listen, you St. Paddy's Day people out there, it's supposed to be the day of, the trick is you wake up, you go to work, you do what you got to do, and then you sneak out from lunch and you go and have a cocktail on St. Patrick's day and you raise it up to your ancestors or to the Irish people of the world. And then you go back to work
1: now. With a little buzz. And, we, and then maybe hit happy hour after if you're correct. a piece of shit. And now, then you
0: go home. now, now it's like this huge thing. It became like Halloween and it's, uh, 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 people are having, uh, there's crazy parties. You can't get in like Shannon Rose and Ramsey. You, 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 there's a 40 mile long people throwing up all over the place. They they ruin that same thing with like Santa Con and Hoboken they took a nice little thing and they it, it's too big now it's like you know I want to go to a dark like a um, uh, bar and and uh and, and just drink by myself on St. Paddy's Day and hoist one up for my grandmother and grandfather but uh, still happy St. Paddy's Day to everybody I am wearing this tacky shirt which I bought from Facebook for $19 it's made out of nothing polyester the, 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 i bet it costs 8 cents for this and it got poor reviews at Absolute Eyewear. Everybody hated it because of the orange. I think it even represents the, the Protestant angle. I don't even know. I have to find out about that. But I bought it online. And it when the shirt got – and Chris, this is so up your alley. People hated the shirt so much. You know what that means. Every year I got to wear it now, right? Yep. Words, like, mm-hmm. When you attack me for wearing a shitty shirt, it's like that pink shirt that you're wearing right now. Uh, how many times have I worn this? That, you guys yeah, tore you wore, me to shreds the first you time I wore, wore it. it. You wore it just now. The main reason is because you don't do laundry; you have to rewear it. I know that, but that's of course a personal moment between you and I. But this shirt I can't wash because if I do, it'll well. It's not a
1: personal moment anymore. But we we've discussed this at length about how my <laughs> my inability to wash clothing. All right. So th- this is
0: gonna. Uh, they shot roots in
1: less time than this show
0: is. Uh I'm waiting for Lavar Burton to show up. Um, so this is, might be a long show. That's the reading rainbow even, guy. Uh, we're not even into, listen, listen to me. Let's, let's break this down. A big event occurred this week as well. Um, uh, I lost 0. 0.08 pounds and, um, the Rutgers mixed Scarlet Knights. Now I'll obviously people, they made the tournament. All right. But there's some controversy here. Number one, they had a double buy, which is awesome. And that double bye ended up being a negative because they lost to Iowa, who won it. So I don't think that loss is bad. And um, next thing you know, the committee sends nine teams from the Big Ten to the NCAA tournament. But I'm old school. To me, the tournament starts Thursday and Friday, okay? You know, the games start at noon. They don't end until midnight. It's really a fun day. It's really the best two days of the tournament, if you ask me. is that
1: first I got day. a stat today that – there's like a total of three point one billion dollars more bet on the first two days of the NCAA tournament course, than there is on the Super Bowl. So three point one billion dollars more right, on the NCAA right. tournament okay. first two days than the Super now, Bowl. That's insane.
0: Now, now so Rutgers they 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 got in the play-in game and they got to play Notre Dame, but they do it a little differently now. So now the winner of that game. Um, they go right into uh,
1: the eleven seed. Uh,
0: the eleven seed instead of the sixteen. Like, it's not, not a playing game for the right. Team I don't
1: understand Duke. it. I don't like it. I get why they do it. Right, you, it, you it can't, just you can't have
0: Rutgers be a bubble team and then play Duke. That's not fair to Duke uh, or, or whatever the one seed is in their conference. But I, the younger generation, I think it's still a play in. Like they didn't quite make the tournament, but to all the younger people, it's not because uh, there's some decent teams that are in the playing uh, games. And I think the Rutgers-Notre Dame game, it's 9 o'clock Wednesday, is a really good game. Notre Dame's pretty good. Rutgers, of course, is a pain in the ass. They've been all year. Um, I think it's a good matchup. And then whoever wins that plays Alabama, the sixth seed. I think that's not a bad matchup for Rutgers either or Notre Dame. Um, so I think they set that up pretty well. But i got to be honest with you. I don't get this why Michigan uh, – I don't want to hear about Net Pomeroy, and all this junk Michigan had a worse record than us. They were, they were, they, we were, they were 17, I think in 13 and we were 18 and 12. They and had Michigan a worse had like conference. Two
1: quality wins. They had a work. Yeah. They yeah. were not, a, we had and six, you beat them,
0: And we beat them. And they're an automatic. They're in, they're an 11 seed. I, I think Michigan got the, Oh, let's put them in. Cause of Howard, the coach slapping everybody around a controversy. I thought it was going to hurt them, but of course it didn't. Um, definitely some teams got screwed for sure. But listen, I don't want to. We could talk about it. this. Isn't a sports show in that way. Rutgers plays Notre Dame, and um, I think um, I think Rutgers going to beat Notre Dame, and I think they're going to beat Alabama. So that's it. I have Rutgers winning two rounds, but I do that tongue in cheek because I'm I just didn't want to bet against them. Then I have them losing to Duke. Now I did, I did my uh, I I suck at doing the brackets. I really do. It's first of all, no one's good at it. You know why? My sister and my mother won it one year in our family pool. So it's just – you could just pick random numbers and ESPN will spit something out for you. I have in the final four, I have Gonzaga versus Purdue because I think Purdue is really good. And I have Illinois-Iowa. Here's what I did. I watched the Big Ten games all year. So I decided – and the Big Ten's been not so great in the tournament, even though they said like eight, nine teams. I decided that this is going to be the year – only because I watched them, that I was like, I think these teams are going to do well in the tournament. I think they're set up right for it. So I have three of the four Final Fours, Big Ten. The odds of that happening are slim, but I decided to – even though it's, you know, one versus three, four versus five, so it's not like I'm picking 16 seeds. Um, But I have the final as Gonzaga, Iowa, and I have Iowa winning the whole damn thing. Um, But if it's Gonzaga, Iowa final, I'll be fine because – I actually want Gonzaga to win the national championship one of these years. And you know why, Chris, my favorite part, one of my favorite episodes, who did I talk about? What musical star that I talk about that you had no idea what I was talking about.
1: Oh, not, Mo- not Molly. Was Hatchet. Like, was it like the older guy, the older guy?
0: I'm dreaming of a white Bing Crosby. Right. And Bing Crosby went to Gonzaga and he really? donated all his memorabilia. They have a huge museum there in Gonzaga. And I've always rooted for them because of that. My dad used to root for them too. That way, um, of course, now they're really good, but they really haven't closed it yet. Um, and one of the, I think Gonzaga is really good. They could win it, of course, but I have Gonzaga Iowa with Iowa winning. I'm pretty it. sure Gonzaga is
1: favored to win it.
0: Yeah, but the NCAA tournament, you can't. It's, you might as well just throw dice to pick who's going to win it. Um, but I have a final score: 85-82. That's my pick. Uh, I decided to go heavy. My whole gambling strategy, if I was a gambler, would have been that the, this is the year the Big Ten kicks it. There you go, yawning again. This is the year that the Big Ten. We've only been here, here for ten. three hours. See that? See that? But maybe my fans are enjoying the show. I was the as program. I was
1: counting off the the topics that we still haven't touched on yet.
0: Okay. Anyway, so that's it. Ruckerson the tournament. They play a Wednesday playing game, and if they win, they play Friday against Alabama Crimson Tide. Which, by the way, I find it funny that like Alabama is like awesome in football and awesome in, uh, in basketball. And people don't really realize that they're, that's, that's a, they're not definitely really, not a
1: perennial contender in the NCAA. That's pretty good, but they've, they've been, been be, good. better of late. They have some yeah. good guards in the NBA yeah, right they, now. As well. right. The two big
0: sports in college are basketball, and football, they got it going on. Uh, but it's happened before, you know, Notre Dame sometimes is pretty good. Um, anyway, big shout out to my nephew, Tommy. Um, uh, he goes to Virginia tech and, um, uh, I tell you what, Virginia Tech did uh, is crazy. Virginia Tech. When's the last time someone beat North Carolina in Duke in a in a twenty four hour period? <laughs> that's unbelievable. They weren't even that good during a regular I mean, season. North Carolina
1: I mean, struggled this year, but still,
0: they struggled. They were like twenty four. I'm sick of people. Yes, I watch the games. I think the in the Jimmy Palumbo world, I think North Carolina stinks.
1: Yeah, right, that's what they, I'm saying. They, they, they
0: just should, have so many great players. They should beat Virginia Tech. Yes, and Virginia Tech won, beat Shashevsky and, uh, and, and uh, North Carolina. So shout out to them. They made the tournament. And by them winning, actually made Rutgers. Uh, had Virginia Tech lost, Rutgers would have been in, not a play-in. There's no doubt about that. So that screwed them up. But Michigan got in, and someone needs to explain that to me. But anyway, so that's what's going on. Now, let's get to some other junk here. First of all, and I don't care. I, I know you're going you're gonna to play the role of, uh, well, I don't know. I love it. Yankees got rid of Gary Sanchez. Um, he struck out too much. He's a lazy catcher. Literally cost them games with pass balls. Caught, and most pass balls in the history of mankind, but they got rid of Gio Orshella. I like Gio. Yeah. Um, that, that's going to hurt.
1: I like Gio's glove and he's
0: clutch. Well, listen, clutch. I think yeah. the Yankees were in this win now mode. Um, and so of course the uh, Yankees got Josh Donaldson and, uh, who I'm going to call now Ralph Kiner Falefa. Um, <laughs> Ralph Kiner's kid. Uh, it's a funny joke. Anybody over 45. Um, listen, though, you know, Donaldson's 269 hitter lifetime, you know, and uh, uh, Kiner's a 20, uh, 271 hitter. I think it's a decent trade for the Yankees, but talk to me in two years. Um, well, if, let if me, Gary let me Sanchez turns it
1: around. Let me talk to you right now. First, I, I fully expect Gary Sanchez to hit well wherever he goes. Once he has the scrutiny of New York off his shoulders, so he'll, do, be. better. he'll be. do better. He'll uh, do better. Gio is Gio. He's going to be a solid with his glove. I think he benefited greatly from being in the Yankees lineup. So I think you'll see his bat tail off a little bit. But I'm gonna. I hate to see Gio go. He's one of my favorites, but he's like definitely him. expendable. If we're being honest, Gio is expendable as much as I liked him. So you have now,
0: Sanchez doing well. Gio not as well.
1: Gio is always going to have the glove, but Gio is who he is, and I think he benefited from being in the lineup with the rest of the Yankees.
0: Right. Fair so enough. if
1: he go, you know, if 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 he has the protection, which in Minnesota, they do have a good lineup as well. So we'll see. Minnesota's lineup is pretty solid. Now, um, as far as what the Yankees have going on, I really do like uh, Ralph Kiner's son, we'll call him, but Isaiah yeah. Kiner Falefa. Uh, he he was a Gold Glove shortstop in this in the COVID shortened season. So he has a really good glove. He's not known for his pop, but he you know like you said he batted 270. We've been rolling Brett Gardner out there for the last ten years. Can't do worse than that. 270 shortstop Gold Glove. That's what we need because you know it gets Glaber gets to move I, back. You to know second. my theory.
0: Oh, ground ball hits you. You got to pick it up and throw the guy out. Yeah. Even if you're rain, you're not Ozzy Smith. That's but, fine.
1: But it does help to have a guy that is a Gold Glove caliber. Uh, shortstop. No question about it. As far as the Josh Donaldson thing goes, I have my comments on this and my thoughts on this. Josh Donaldson is 36. He's owed $50 million. The Yankees are paying all of it now. Right. So 25 a year, 25 a year to bring him into a situation. Now, if you remember back, back to last year with all this spider tax stuff and all the sticky stuff, Josh Donaldson is the main guy that came out and spoke out. He's the, he's the player that started this entire thing. Right. And he mentioned Garrett Cole by name multiple times to the media last year. Multiple times.
0: But You don't think the Yankees talked to Garrett Cole about this?
1: You I definitely? don't know that they did, but I also have a, a, a small prediction, which I talked about on my show this morning. Um, I don't know that Josh Donaldson even plays one. I don't think he's on the opening day roster. I, I feel you like
0: they're going to trade him. I
1: feel like that there's a very good chance that you move Donaldson, eat the contract or at least eat a big portion of it and bring in somebody else. Because if you look. I don't know what they'll do at third base, but I could imagine they are thinking maybe Lemayhu for third base because as of now, they got Glaber at at second, Isaiah Kanea, Faleffer, at whatever at short, they got um, D- Donaldson at third, and they're definitely in talks That's right now with they're in talks right I, now with with bringing Rizzo back. So that leaves an odd man out in the in the infield. And, and the Yankees aren't done trading. I, I with I, and, that also- And honestly, when we talk about at bats. Like, where are they going to play all these guys? You can look at it at the end of the season. They have the same question going in and it'll be like, how are they going to play all these guys? They have to then everyone has 450 at bats organically, you know, because the injuries here and days off here, it just works out. The other problem is going to be Gary
0: and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm averaging their salaries, but you're going to have Giancarlo, you know, their best player, uh, 25 million. You're going to have judge next year, probably 25 million More. more we'll just say for argument's sake. So 25 there, 25 for judge, 25 for Donaldson, and 25 for Garrett Cole. That's a hundred million dollars for players.
1: That's and now about- we're not talking about how we're overpaying Aaron Hicks who can't stay on the field. They gave LeMayhu right. a 15 a 45 million dollar deal or a 60 right. million dollar so four year deal. In, so he's getting in seven in
0: seven players they have 125 million dollars. So I, I might agree with you that it might be they might move some guys around. Um, I like the trade. I just think Gary Sanchez had a go. And um mostly because you get a,
1: a catcher in the deal too. That's going to take his spot. And I don't know that he's going to be the, um, maybe we'll he might, he might, I don't think that it's going to take much to perform as well Sanchez did the guy that they're getting has some pop. He's not known for his glove either, unfortunately. So we'll see, but he's a Packer fan so from what I'm hearing.
0: Well, that's, that's it. So um, the other thing is uh, we got to talk about another thing and I hate to go to go backwards, but I must, um, First of all, as those of you know, Craig Carton on WFAN <laughs> is doing a big softball charity event in Staten Island, I think a little, uh, day before my show in Avenel. And they're talking about who they're inviting, trying to sell tickets. It's a softball event. Johnny Trino, not invited. And I'm, you know, uh, what is a, st- cre- a storm on the internet about this? Nobody from Beer League, the movie, is going to be there. I am the liaison to get beer league people there, which are fans of his. Um, but then something else very sad happened, Chris. I was hanging out with Craig from Absolute Eyewear. Might be the last time I mentioned Craig on this show. Turns out our best player for Corona softball, Larry Pacifico, they're playing in Springfield, New Jersey on Sundays. No invite. So their leader, their El Capitan manager, for 30 years on Corona softball on Wednesdays, two of my best players drift over to another league, not even a phone call. Now it's early. They didn't start playing yet. And at this point in my career, I admit I may not be an everyday player, but I should still at least be mentioned on every so, sports talk. So radio. it's
1: Craig Carton and, and Craig, Craig Mashad from- are both. Um, it's over now, for Jimmy. Apparently, That's dangerous because as you well know,
0: uh, chop sports uh, uh, softball team you'll be playing this year. And I look forward to coming back there. if Things go my way um, with an illustrious year because I'm down now to 202.4. And um, I am going to be a different player. So if I have to come back to chop sports softball and show the world that I am back, that's what's going on. But I think it's a shame in this day and age of uh, interweb, and, uh, and social media platforms and save the earth. You're having a softball charity event with no invite of Johnny Trino. It's a shame, Chris. And these are the re- the kids today. This is the problem. And uh, I challenge Craig Carton. Um, I think if he invited Chop Sports and Johnny Trino and Beer League cast, I believe we could bring some fans for the charity in Staten Island on a Thursday to play some softball. That's just my theory.
1: And was, we would win.
0: And we would win. So uh, I challenged Craig Carton. Now, Alphonse, my buddy Michael Deage, did call the show and got on and busted balls about it. And Craig was nice, but he was like, "We well, get Artie, get Artie. It's not about Artie. Artie may show up. You never know. I can, But I can get to Artie. I'm the made guy. I can get to Manganelli. I can get to Artie. I can get to everybody there. I could probably get six cast members from Beer League, make a big deal about it. But no one contacts me. And Al Dukes on WFAN is from Colonia, okay? Um, I don't think he's involved with producing the softball game. He probably hates it. It's more work for him. But um, I know he's tight with Carton and stuff, the WFAN people. So listen, it's bad enough that I'm not on WFAN, okay? Which uh, I think, think, you know what? I feel like guarding Craig Carton the first round of the playoffs. Like I'm from East Chattanooga State taking on Craig Carton, and he scores like 27 points a game. And with four minutes to go, he has six points. That's what I feel like. And I will light Craig Carton up because I was on a show once years ago for Beer League promotion when the movie came out. I could tell on his face, like, ooh, I do not want Jimmy Palumbo near me. So, Craig, I I issue a challenge, Mr. Big Shot, WFAN, all those listeners and winning winning your book and ratings book. You want nothing to do with Jimmy Palumbo in the first round of the tournament. Nothing to do with me. Because I'll come in there. Number one, I'm better than you in softball. And number two, I think if you put a mic in front of me with a WFAN stick around the microphone, look out, Palomo for three. She's got it.
1: I'm aging. Johnny Trennell here. I can't tell if this is going to get you the the spot or it's going to completely wipe out any chance you have.
0: It doesn't matter. They know. Just give me the ball. Watch me, you know, crossover dribble. Good. Right in your face, Craig Carton. Anyway, um... So that's my theory. And and yes, am I trying to create a false buzz? Of course. This is, again, Jimmy Palumbo Show. I'm a nice guy. But you can't have a softball tournament in my backyard without inviting the beer league cast there. Sorry. Just can't do it. Those of you scoring at home. All right. That's my there's theory big, on that. There's
1: one, more, there's one more bit of sickening news that we have to talk about. And it really is nauseating.
0: Uh, oh, the Tom Brady thing? Yeah. Before, before we get to Tom Brady, I just want to let you know. I'm in middle of Yellowstone season four. The show did not jump the shark as I predicted, (laughs) but it's, it's, it's like it's swimming around the shark. I'll leave it at that. Uh, And I love it. The acting is great. The show is great. Well, for one reason though, too many people are getting, and this isn't a, I'm not a spoiler or anything. Too many people get killed in the modern age without no ramifications. Like, you know, people that work in government don't just get shot all over the place. I don't care if you're in Montana or in Alaska. Like, there's been like 25 people killed, and there's no like detective, like, there's no
1: investigation.
0: Makes, yeah. Like, I know, like, well, in Montana, we did. No, no, no. no it doesn't work that way. Not one of too many people got killed. That it's, it's killing the show, in my opinion, but it's a great show. I recommend it for everybody. Kevin Cosner is a badass. And um, so is Beth, his daughter in the show. So, anyway, love Yellowstone. Well, let's get to uh, also, let's get to Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, the two best quarterbacks ever are probably Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. You can make that argument. Um, But I didn't like reading about Aaron Rodgers stuff with his contract nonsense. Uh You predicted the whole time he'd be back with the power because you were right about that. But still, I don't want to read about it.
1: I want to watch Yeah, nobody does, to be honest. Nobody and, does. It's like, but and, but and people it was also, eat it up still. Somehow. Yeah, but it was like nonsensical. Like They, they couldn't
0: trade him. Who are they going to get for him? Where's he going to go? And the Packers, you know, they ponied up, gave him the money. Who long long, you know, you it, it, it just, if you're the GM, you can't be the guy that's known for getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. I, even if Aaron Rodgers stinks next year, you still, if I'm the GM, signing him anyway, it's like the guy who gets rid of Jeter or gets rid of Mantle. He just can't do it. Um, but Tom Brady, like he retires. And now he's unretiring 40 days later. He gave up uh, and football you know for Lent. Yeah. And it's very funny. Um But I got to be honest with you. Now, I think in the history of pro sports, when these players come back after they retire, it usually doesn't go well. I'm going to say 80% of the time. But why do I get the feeling Tom Brady is going to be the poster boy of older people needing 40 days to think about it. Then he comes back and they're in the uh, NFC championship game and he lights it up. Um, But I'm going to predict, as I did, (laughs) worst prediction ever. Last year was I said Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady were going to shit the bed. I could yeah, not they were have been first more and wrong.
1: second in MVP voting. <laughs>
0: could, have, could have been more raw. I admit that. Me a couple. i um, not like unlike the sauce who has horrific predictions and no one calls him out on it. I make brutal predictions. No,
1: he, he gets really called good. out. You don't. His Twitter, his Twitter and his his uh, in, uh, 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 YouTube get they get pissed off. I love it's I love, nature love the, of the sauce. Beast. I just I
0: lost his balls. Um, about. Cause really no one, no one's really that. No one's a good picker of sports. I'm just telling you everybody lies. Gamblers lie. Um, I, uh, I, I'm just tired of it, but I think this might be the year I'm making a double prediction again. This is the year that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers come back down to earth because they're both 54 now and, uh, they're too old. Um, and I look forward to, uh, them being on chop sports softball team in a year and a half. That's my prediction. But, uh, it's probably going to be wrong because the giants have Daniel Jones and I'm embarrassed by that, but I just don't want to hear, I just, Brady, we just play you know, the, 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 Bruce Aryan I just hate it. Whole thing stinks. Um, So that's my theory on that. And one last thing, I know the show went a little long, not really, but it did. No, we're good. Um, daylight savings time. Um, <laughs> I mean, that when you move the hour up, why does, does that bother me so much? I, I feel like someone punched me in the face. I don't know, I don't know what it is. I I'll love it tonight when I go to play pickleball and it's not getting dark till eight o'clock. But losing that hour in the middle of the night, then worst thing is everybody talks about losing the hour. My problem is you gotta go around the house changing all the clocks. What a pain in the ass that is. You don't realize how many clocks yeah, It's you just gonna it's hour. just
1: gonna have it, The way it works for me is like it it gets to a point where it's like mid, it's like four months later, and, and it's like daylight savings are about to flip back the other so way. You and I'm, I'm still now. I'm finally changing the clock. You know but, what?
0: You know what I do? I actually I I did that one year, and it annoyed my soul. I actually now get the chair out, climb up on the wall, whatever the clocks are, some of them, and I go around. I spend ten minutes changing every clock in the house, so it's done. Thank when God, when God you, that cell phone does When you pass
1: it. You go one, two, money, and you got to click it. You got to go back. Fifty-eight times more. Ass. Whole thing sucks. That's
0: the main reason why I can't stand it. And plus, I don't. I know no one even. I I've heard like eight reasons why there is daylight savings. Someone write into the show and tell me why there is daylight savings. And some people want to get rid of it. They say it's unnatural, and they complain the kids when you. I think state. that there's
1: places already that they don't do it. There's right. definitely countries I, that they don't do it, and I and think you know there's what? even a state. I don't think Hawaii does it. Well, let me tell.
0: You, no, it's more than I think. One of those, some of those Midwest, uh, Western states don't do it either. You know what sucks about it though? Even daylight savings time, if they get rid of it, it'll become a political thing. <laughs> like, I, and I'm not being political, but like Democrats want it, Republicans don't. It'll be like, it'll be like, oh, what? Like, it's not a political thing. Let's just figure this out. You figure should you have it or not?
1: They I'd tried to, to make the, the they, they tried to make the lockout political.
0: I know it's absolutely insane. Um, and, uh, well, that's something we, you know, we didn't even talk about how funny is that? We didn't even talk about, uh, the strike ending <laughs> but you know, you know what? I, well, I don't wasn't it wasn't a strike. It wasn't a strike. It, it, was, a it was a lockout. The players didn't dumb. go. On. And, uh, it was still it was dumb. It was a strike though. and uh, the, the owner struck. I don't think anybody won or lost. We didn't even talk. Well, we can talk about it briefly. I think they got rid of a lot of the bad. Um, I think the rules, they, they got back. They're going to do the one They'll squeeze the games in. Some of the issues I don't know international draft and stuff. <laughs> like, uh, what what guy Vinny from Queens would have sitting there and eating an egg sandwich at his desk at a shitty uh, Department of Transportation job? Is he caring
1: about international draft <laughs> rulings? If he's all? a Yankee, if he's a f- big fan, he is like I am. I'll tell you this: like that as a Yankee fan, I don't like the what they're what the owners are trying to do. In that sense, it, it definitely helps some of the lower feeding teams, but Nobody right cares. now the way they do the draft. It's like it's the amateur draft. So if you played high school baseball or college baseball in this country, you went to the draft. In this other case, it's an international signing pool. Every team gets a set amount of money. But what the Yankees have done over the last couple of years is they've built up. They, you're allowed to trade that. So the Yankees could trade, let's say, we'll just arbitrarily say Gio Urshela. They could trade Gio Rochella and in the deal get $4, $4 million in interest, international money, which each team gets $5 million a year. So if the Yankees build up $20 million, then then when these big Cuban guys come over, they have the most money to get them. Whereas if they're always finishing in the playoff race, they're never going to pick high in the draft. So it allows them to go after the Jason Dominguez that they have now. It, it gets them top flight prospects because they're okay. able to do it a little bit different. So as a Yankee fan, I want it to stay the way it okay. is. But
0: but nobody cares.
1: That's the I reason why
0: you're not going to play baseball? Are you kidding no, me? No,
1: I mean, that that's be, not – That
0: discussion, if you and I – if you were the player's rep and I was the owner's rep, we could sit at a diner
1: and solve that. Well, in well to days. be to be completely honest, that's exactly what they did. They That hasn't been established yet. That's going to be – they have until and, July and to the, figure that and, out.
0: And the, and the DH thing is going to go away – because it's uh, it's actually better for the players. They get to have aging players who can still hit bombs. Um, I think it'll be good for the Yankees. You know why I want to get rid of the DH in the National League? Because I feel like the Yankees have, would you say they have 11 DHs on the roster right now? Yeah, That's what it would yeah. like to be. We're going to be able to now trade to a National League team a big DH. And uh, last but not least on Major League Baseball, I'll wrap up the show with this. Uh, I I think Aaron Judge is going to get a massive amount of money. And do you know why? Because if I was Aaron Judge's agent, all I would do is send a text to the New York Metropolitans and say, "Hey, just wondering, any interest?" Well, yeah, because I think Judge will get. I think Cohen will give him. He'll give him sixty-seven million dollars a year. Can you imagine uh, Aaron Judge in that ugly light blue with the orange hat on, hitting bombs at Shea? Aaron Judge is.
1: I'll tell. I'll make this prediction right now. Aaron Judge is one of two. One of two teams. And that's it. It's going to be the Yankees or the Dodgers. That's my yeah. pick. He's from Cali. He's but, from Southern know, California.
0: Now, metropolitan. You can maybe throw it. You
1: can maybe throw in the Angels, but right. the Mets just I, may, maybe. I, but listen,
0: I feel bad because um, the Yankees' best player is Giancarlo, and everybody hates him. But me, I listened to some other sports radio this week, and they were bashing Giancarlo. I'm like, that's not the Yankees' problem. Never was. The problem is the pass balls. And Garrett Cole has to adjust to not having the sticky stuff on his fingers. Anyway, um, but that's it. That's our show. Um, And I will see you next week with a very special guest. Where have you come from? Where have you gone?